0: Ticket Volume brings you a senior desktop engineer, technical trainer, and YouTube star dedicated to training IT professionals and getting people into IT. Welcome to Ticket Volume, news and information for improving IT experiences. I'm your host, Matt Barron, and this podcast is powered by Invigate, a global leader in IT service and asset management software. As you know, every week I chat with different IT leaders to share insights on service management, technology, business, and this time is no exception. But before we start, don't forget to subscribe, like, and comment. Now, let's begin. Welcome to Ticket Volume, Kev Tech, Kevin Apollinario.
1: <laughs> Thank you, man, appreciate how,
0: it. How did I do on your last name? <laughs> <laughs> you
1: did pretty well, you did pretty well. No worries, you did really well.
0: So I love your content. I've been a huge fan, subscriber for, I think uh, almost two months now. And I really love what you're doing. Just lowering the limits of entry, lowering the bar of entry. And some of the things that I've seen you do is offering advice to people who are interviewing and trying to get into IT. What questions would you recommend that service desk agents ask the company uh, before they join? That's a very good question. So when it comes to interviewing, you should be
1: interviewing them as well. So when you're doing an interview, it should go back and forth. So. One of the right questions would be, tell me a little bit about yourself and why you joined the company. That would be one question I would ask because mm-hmm. I want to get some feedback about the company and figure out if this company fits well with me. That's question number one. Question number two, which is a very random question, which I like to throw in there for some people is, tell me how well was your company prepared for the pandemic or COVID? The mm-hmm. reason why I asked that question is because I want to know if they let people go or they did not let people go because I want to know if they're financially set and they were prepared for the pandemic during COVID. That'll be a second question I would ask. The third question I'd like to ask is, what is expected of me in 30 days? What's expected of me in 60 days? And what's expected of me in 90 days? That'll be my third question to ask because I would know the expectations of the hiring manager. I also would know what I need to know in that company and what's expected of me in that company. So those are like three questions I would like to ask. And then the fourth question, which is going to be my last question, would be tell me a little bit more about the company as far as training is concerned. Like if I were to get a certification right now, does a company cover that? would the company let me do that is, is that okay with the company so I could be a better technician for the company so those are the questions I would ask for yeah, questions
0: those are great suggestions I specifically like that last one because a training budget is another indication of financial stability and also like investing back in the people fantastic great answers so uh, I know that you cover this a lot in your channel and a lot on your feeds we talk about certifications all the time what do you like and dislike about them
1: so when I talk about certifications, it gets very complicated because one thing is that I live in New York, so it goes based on where you live. That's one thing. Because everywhere you go is different. That includes being in the UK, Europe. Sometimes you in Europe, they don't care about certifications. They may ask you to have an apprenticeship or some sort of volunteer work. They care more about experience, less about certifications. Some companies will require you to have the CompTIA A-plus if you're starting out in help desk IT support. It varies from company to company. That's one thing. And then the second thing would be if you're trying to do other, I guess, other avenues of IT, you may have CCNA, you may need to have CCISP, you may need to have security plus. And the thing that bothers me a lot when it's, when it comes to certifications are like the CompTIA ones are really good. I love them, but they're super duper expensive. That's mm. really, that really bothers me a lot. Is the paying, paying part of it is some of these starts are really good to have, but they're also really, really expensive. So I always like to go based on free training first or like creating a home lab or fixing your resume or fixing your LinkedIn profile or talking to hiring managers because sometimes it's not what you know, it's who you know. So uh, it's very involved with certifications, but also at the same time, I always try to stay away from that because there are other avenues of things you could do that are absolutely free right now if you were to take advantage of those free resources. So. Just to answer your question.
0: Yeah, yeah. I love it. And I see, you know, your channel is a perfect example of free resources. Like, clearly you are living the value that you just spoke about. And I really like um, some of your recent content where you really are showing what it's like. Like, you're going into the, the network closets and you're plugging stuff in. You're like, hey, the light didn't turn on. I need to go back to my desk and plug it in. Like, that's that's just literally what it's like to be an agent. You showed your home lab with Active Directory and Office 365 and just... Showing like Active Directory is a great example because it is such a UI blunder. (laughs) How many tabs do you need to get to someone's manager? I also really liked one of your posts recently that was about why people hate Help Desk. So why do people hate Help
1: Desk? It's not for everyone. I train people in help desk. I train people in IT support. But you cannot work help desk if you don't have people skills. You don't have soft skills. You gotta have soft skills. So it's a very important, especially when you're working with executives and C-level folks. You gotta have soft skills. I don't care what anyone says here. You gotta have soft skills. It's very important in help desk because one thing is that you're supporting the user. The second thing is is that you're representing the company as a whole. So a hiring manager wants someone that's good with people want someone that can handle the issue, want someone that has empathy for the user, and want someone that just knows what they're doing. So that's very important when it comes to help Desk. And then the other thing is to answer your question, it's really hard for help Desk because we get bombarded with phone calls. We get bombarded with tickets. It's very high level of stress. You have to know how to automate certain things. Otherwise you're going to be stressed out the entire time. It could also be like, we have like Slack and teams and all this stuff. People will just randomly message you on the fly. I need help with this. My account is locked out. I can't use my second screen for some reason, or I'm having some sort of issue with VPN. It could be a a, a avenue of different things. So help desk is good for someone if you have soft skills, but also as you want to learn a lot of different things because you get to touch a lot of different things. It's not just doing password reset all day. If you're in a company like that, I would run away from that company. Yeah. I wouldn't even, I would stay away from that company. So, <laughs> sure. Just to answer your
0: question. So. yeah, that's really good. You know, you're right. You are going to learn like 40 systems. You're not going to be in depth into workday, right? Like you're not going to know the ins and outs of Salesforce, but you're going to be about basics. You're going to be able to reset passwords, maybe some integration stuff. Maybe you help them with navigation. But yeah, for learners, that's a really good point. If you want to learn a lot, Service Desk is definitely one of those roles. hmm How'd you get into IT? I've
1: been working and grinding since I was nine years old. I have a restaurant background experience. I have about 10 years of restaurant. That is something that really helped me out because it's a lot of customer service experience. And I personally believe you could transfer that over to help desk or IT support because you're dealing with people. You're dealing with angry people. (laughs) You're dealing with upset customers. So you could definitely transfer that over to IT support. The other thing about me, which is very interesting is I have four years in the NYPD. I volunteered for the NYPD for four years. I did some service in the NYPD. So that's another thing. And then. The last but not least, I worked at a restaurant and I actually got let go of that restaurant because they didn't have money at the time. So they let go of a bunch of employees. There was a a huge layoff, a massive layoff in the company. And I was looking at learning stuff and learning new skills. And funny enough, you mentioned that because I'm a gamer as well. And I I use at the time, I don't know if anyone's familiar with Ventrilo. It's similar to TeamSpeak. Vent. So I use Ventrilo and I was speaking to one of my colleagues and he mentioned about the A plus, network plus, security plus. And I'm like, what the hell is an A plus? Is that like a a grade on your exam? What is that? What is that? (laughs) Yeah. So I looked that up. I found out that there's actual certification. So then I'm like, oh, okay. So let's see if anyone teaches this or actually talks about this. So then I went, I I did some research on my own. I found that a school does this training and they do training for free in New York. So I took advantage of that. So I went to that school I found out more information about it. I had to take a, an exam just to see where, where I'm at with my English, my grammar, my math and everything It's absolutely free. I took all that. I passed that. And then I got started in A plus in, uh, after that. And my teacher taught me about CompTIA A And that's how I got started in IT. In the school, I was so, because I'm very hands on, because I used to be hands on way before IT, because I used to open iPhones. I used to open laptops. I used to open PCs way before that. So I was very hands-on way before IT. And like, this is a perfect job for me because I'm very hands-on. So I was in the school, I was fixing their computers or laptops or PCs using Windows XP and upgrading them to Windows 7. I did all that and uh, I put those skills on my my resume. And my teacher liked me so much that he actually called a hiring manager to interview me in the school. And that was my first job in IT. So I, I got an interview with the hiring manager, which is for the Department of Education. He interviewed me. He really liked all my answers because he saw my resume. He said, why should I hire you when you have no IT experience? I can't hi- I can't hire you because you have no experience. And I told him straight up, I don't have experience right now, but I will have experience when once you-, when you give me an opportunity to learn in the company. So the reason why you should hire me is because I have soft skills. And I'm good with people. I'm good with customer service. You either have soft skills, you don't have it, or you learn it over time. Mm -hmm. That's the reason why you should hire me in IT. I could learn all the IT stuff, but you cannot teach soft skills. You either have it or don't have it, or you learn it over time. And he really liked that answer. He's like, man, I never had that answer thrown at me like that before. I wasn't expecting you to say something like that. And I told him straight up, yeah, I'm all about soft skills. I'm all about people skills because... When you're working with a client or a company or somebody, you want to have empathy for them. You have to know how to have empathy. So he liked that answer. He gave me an opportunity and I got my first job in IT. And after that, I started with my YouTube channel, like about a year later after that.
0: So that's interesting. And I I want to talk now about the intersection (laughs) because you and I both agree that soft skills are super important. You heard of here first on ticket volume. If you're trying to get into IT and you don't have experience in a restaurant, go get a restaurant job. It's gonna teach you everything you need to know. But what do you think about certifications and soft skills? Have you ever taken a course or a certification around soft skills?
1: My experience comes from restaurant experience yeah. and I also it also comes from working my first job in IT and then I worked for an MSP company as well. And mm. When I worked for the MSP company, I learned about soft skills really fast because I worked with a lot of executives and C-level folks. And this is going to be like a crazy story because I worked with executives and they literally, they drop you, they put you down a notch when you're too technical. Mm -hmm. So they say, I don't understand what you're talking about. I need another IT person. So... You either explain it to me in a non-tech way or I'm gonna ask you to leave, or I'm gonna ask for another person to explain this to me in a non-tech way. Yeah. So that that actually like working in an MSP company and working with different vendors and different companies, nonprofit, profit, asset management, different hedge funds, it's taught me a lot about soft skills and taught me a lot about interacting with people and trying to break it down in a non-tech way. Because I've been in a room where you're like the senior support person and then the C the C level folks, they they put they peg you down a notch and they make you like make you like be like you know you gotta I'm gonna ask you to leave. So that's just my experience with that. So you have to know how to you, have, you need soft skills. It doesn't matter what job you work, even cybersecurity you need soft skills.
0: <laughs> yeah those executives they're kinda like Gordon Ramsay if he comes into your restaurant you're like oh gosh I better be the best
1: <laughs>
0: mm-hmm hmm Oh my yep. gosh. Kevin that's fantastic. So where can people learn more? Where can people connect with you?
1: So you could find me as KevTech IT support on YouTube. I have a website called KevTechITsupport.com and that website has a bunch of free resources. It has other YouTube channels that I'm friends with. I'm friends with big YouTube channels, small YouTube channels. I have a lot of friends in cybersecurity. So if you go to that website, you'll find resources in there for free. I do training for veterans as well. You can find that in there as well. KevTechITsupport on Twitter. Find me on Discord as well as KevTech. So i'm all over the place (laughs) that's a little bit about me so
0: just search for kev tech you'll find him awesome thank you for joining us on ticket volume kevin thank you appreciate it and to our audience thanks for listening to this episode we've got a bunch more out there so make sure to subscribe to receive an alert every time there's a new one you can also submit a specific topic or guest or recommendation by just dming me or find us on ticket volumes linkedin page And speaking of that, if you like the podcast or want to share feedback, please leave a review. You know how the algorithm loves interactions. This podcast is brought to you by Invigate, the all-in-one IT service and asset management system that helps organizations with world-class IT support teams. If you're looking for a solution to build your help desk without the headaches of year-long implementations, you will love Invigate. In fact, IT teams from NASA, Toyota, and McDonald's use Invigate to manage requests, automate workflows, and centralize inventory data so they can focus on delivering better service. Thanks for hitting play, and I'll see you around the way.